0: Mm-hmm. 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 All All right. So, Matt, if you want to hit record, we'll count down and we'll go. So, are you already gone? So, we've already started? I mean, like, ten seconds ago. All right. So, All right. why don't we do a, a good oh, one, two, three. We've started. Did you do it? That's probably better than me and Andrew have ever done it. That's because we're both, <laughs> <we're> both bass <laughs> players, man.
1: Like, we're just in rhythm with, with each
0: rhythm other. Rhythm is built into our, our being. What does he do? He just stands up front and pretends like he knows what's going on. <laughs> we really control the stage. 100%. Um, welcome in, everybody. Um, for those of you that are here, thank you for being here. Um, this is Nacho Average Podcast. A podcast where we talk about fantasy football, and more importantly, we eat nachos. Today, we have a kind of a surprise entry into the nacho world. <sighs> Shock and awe. Um, we went with Taco Bell, and so I know I'm probably getting head shakes out there. Ooh, mm. gross, Taco Bell, nasty. I can't lie, they're not terrible. I think the experience I've had with Taco Bell's nachos, or excuse me, nachos in general, is that they get soggy real fast, and you're like, hmm, I no longer want sog nachos. Soggy nachos are bad. But these things are so freaking thick that they have kept their integrity for- quite a while now
1: that's what happens when your chip is made mostly of plastic controller. yeah so i don't that, understand why more people don't do that that's what you expect <laughs> from taco bell you asked me earlier if you, if i wanted any nachos and i was like nope i know exactly how crappy <laughs> nacho bell nacho bell taco bell nachos are See? so
0: we go to taco bell for tacos we do not go there for nachos but they're all right you know they're all right. they're not the best we've had but We'll, we'll we'll rank him at the end of the show give him a, a nacho one or two ranking whatever it might be Zero. so everybody listening I'm not the normal voice on this side of the table our uh, fearless leader Andrew Perry is off on vacation he is he is at the beach enjoying some well needed and deserved free time a little uh, family recuperation at the uh, good old beach there so he is out so you have me but Fortunately, I'm not alone today. We have a special guest host. We talked about it last week. He goes by many names: Diesel, yeah, Mister Vanny Boy. Come on, personal favorite. Yeah, Captain Redbeard. Bring it. Love that one. But I simply know him as David Van Zandt. That's Mister Captain Mis- Redbeard. Mister Captain Red Vanny. Vance to you, man. Get it <laughs> David, right. How are you? And welcome to the podcast. Man, I'm great.
1: Uh, thanks for having me. Um, it's a uh, it's a pleasure to just come here, eat Taco Bell, and mm. talk about fancy football. Absolutely. So it's okay. going to be a great time.
0: I've told Perry very many times that even if nobody listens to this, which I know is not true, we have hundreds and thousands of listeners. If nobody listens to this, at at either way, I'm sitting at a table with friends eating food, talking about football, and there's never a bad night that has those three ingredients involved. That's right, man. And that's right. Nachos that probably have less ingredients than that. <laughs> Plastic <laughs> cheese sauce or whatever that might be. Mm. Not sure how that's even created. <laughs> mm. Yummy! It tastes good. But uh, yeah, we've got a great show today. Less. Um, Less news and notes than we normally do, which I actually think might be a good thing, but we have some important stuff to talk about. We'll get into the news, we'll talk injuries.
1: I just want to say before you get into the news, yes. like you've already lied to these people. have I? Yeah, you've already lied to them. I don't know you you said, hey, you know, Andrew uh, swear Perry's not here, yeah, you it's know, strange to call him you, andrew you went, went went to the beach, you know for yes. some uh for some nice like, relaxation, yes. like no offense. If I lost, oh, no. like he lost, I'm going to go and jump in there. I know you're wanting to get in the news and notes, but I just wanted to correctly say that uh, Andrew Perry uh, went to the beach to basically nurse his wounds from getting beat last week <laughs> by me. Um, it was a close game. We both scored a lot of points, Woo! but in the end, I'm here on the podcast. Perry's not taking his spot. Uh, he's he's on the beach um, basically sitting in a retreat it's, it's like a rehabilitation. For rehabilitation. Thank you. Marion yeah. Gibson went with
0: him for support, moral Absolutely. support. Um Yeah. So we Prior's made. Prayer's with you, Perry. We, we thought about making a new rule. I have since vetoed it because it's not good for me. But <laughs> we thought about making a new rule that every time someone beats a uh, host on the podcast, they then get to guest star in the next week. But unfortunately for me, I would never be on the podcast ever again. I am. Uh, I'm 0-3, David, and it's it's a struggle. Um, hey, but at least you're champions of life. You know what? Uh, I feel like the UCF of of football. I, I didn't really win the championship, but I I still feel like I deserved it. So this is upward, right? That's the <laughs> place we were raised in. Listen, Andrew, if if you're if you're hearing this, I mean you hate to see it, but David's right. We had two amazing scores. You'd think if you put up 143 points that you would win. And in this league, average-wise, you should, you should. But David was able to hang up 147.4. Perry texted me, and he said it was like, all I needed was a touchdown from Nick Chubb or something for them not to crap the bed. But, I mean, it happened, Andrew. He got bench slapped, and we'll talk about it later. Mm, can't wait. Um, but David that does leave me to my first uh, big question actually for you um, you are looking at you've got a you've started off to a great record two and one It's a good place to be there's only one record that could be possibly be better for you but you're looking at the guy who's 0 and 3 and ironically you are, in fact, looking at the guy who's 0-3 across the table.
1: I'm actually looking at both guys who are 0-3 because oh, Matt's here, too. So I didn't man. mean to bring it up. But oh, I, oh, I brought it up.
0: Matt, our, our fearless other leader, is uh, working the board and making sure everything goes well. Um, listen, David, not even in our league. Say Someone Randomly is, is found the podcast. They saw nachos and said, this might be interesting. By the way, thank you for visiting. Um, you're looking at someone who's 0-3, they're about to go full tilt. They're going to start trading players, making stupid decisions. They're about to lose their brain and possibly just hang it up on the season. What do you say to the person that's 0-3 right now? It's What what advice do you have for that person? Because you've played fantasy football for years. What, six, seven, eight years? Years. You've probably had starts like this where they're just rough. They don't go the way you plan. Players don't work out. Injuries happen. Give me some encouragement for the people asking for a friend who might be 0 and 3.
1: You like to think that I've had an 0 and 3 start okay, in the eight years that I've played fantasy football, but, don't do this. but Jordan, I, <laughs> I can confidently say that um, I have never started 0 and 3. Um, but Weird anyway, flex, but okay. But anyway, uh, <laughs> honestly, just uh, looking, at, uh, looking at someone's team who's 0 and 3, you got to remember mm, that's a good sound. Uh, You got to remember. Sorry, they look good. The NFL season is how many weeks long, Jordan? 16. Try again.
0: 16? 17.
1: 17? There you go. I forgot about bye weeks. 16 we games. Go. Okay, give, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, give me credit for that. But the season's 17 weeks long, right? So there's 16. Our season now. But still, yeah. not all people follow our like cutoff That's true. week, That's true. week 16, you know, for playoff reasons. Yeah. Um, but I would just say it's a long season. We are less than a quarter way through the season. I wouldn't hit the panic button just yet, oh, but uh, but I'm see, I'm hovering over it, man. I know, I know. Uh, luckily, we have a keeper league, so uh, we have a bit of an uh, of an added incentive to keep some of our star players around, right. uh, rather than just you know making redonculous trades. Uh, but you know, I was gonna say, hey, you know, you should try and pick up some some players you could get you could get cheap right now. You know, like sure. uh, like like Chris Carson, for example. We'll we'll talk about him in a little bit later, but yes. um, he'd yeah. be on a
0: by low. I yeah, I kind I of believe basis. he'd be a buy low candidate right now. George um, Kittle would be a low, would oh, be another by low. bits, man. He has had a rough opener. Yep, I understand how that feels. Yep. Yeah.
1: So, um, but I would, I mean, I would honestly just go look at other people's teams and look at people who just haven't had a good first three weeks and just be like man, I really think they would do better. Because, sure. honestly, the majority of the NFL teams, they're going to score points. Like, yeah. they're professionals who, get, who go get, get to be played. So, man, I would just go out there and, honestly, I would just make trades because I love trading. Oh, my gosh, I love trades. I love I, trades. Yeah. I'm a huge proponent of trades yep. and going yeah. out there and just just uh, looking at what what you need and just making it happen.
0: Lovely. Um, something you said actually leads me into some big old news we have. So let's hit some of these things. I want to get your opinion here. Antonio Brown mm. has officially been released by the second team in one year. Mm. Uh, Patriots release Antonio Brown. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff circling him right now legally with the uh, diff- two separate lawsuits now um, of sexual... Um, oh. Harassment? No, yeah, that's dude. not the right word, is it? It's not. Um, dang. Matt, what's that word? Anywho. Un- Man. unokay that- behavior. Unokay behavior, Good sure. lord, what is that oh. word? Scandal? Nope. It's no, not it's scandal. No, it's not a scandal. Although, that's a great television show, if you've never watched it. It's a little underrated. No. Wow. Uh, anyway. So- yeah. <laughs> Words. Antonio Brown, obviously dealing with his legal issues. The Patriots saw fit to get rid of him um sexual assault, I feel like is the right thing um but regardless, he's gone, not on the Patriots team anymore. He ended up making some pretty dumb decisions while on the Patriots team, including texting one of his accusers and making threats Ooh, to yeah. family members like i mean pro tip Antonio, you're already in hot boiling water, don't like put the lid on top of the pot and just try to make it worse bro like at least take a step back like where are his boys in all of this or does he have any does he have anybody to just sit there and say Anto you're being stupid take a break from social media take a break from your phone go live in a hut between practices and don't talk to anybody it's almost like he has no one to rely on to give him just an honest opinion and it possibly be- could be because he just kicked them all out of his life because of his attitude and crazy personality, but
1: I want to know something like how much money has he lost in the um, past just word, in the past just a couple months?
0: You would think that would be enough of a motivation, um, right? Because
1: because he lost. Every just about everything that he signed with the Raiders for, correct?
0: Yes, the Raiders ended up gaining a couple hundred thousand from fines, right? After yeah. he had to pay them, uh,
1: and then over he went over to the Patriots. and I know he he signed what like a it was a uh, it was like a guaranteed 10 million dollars, something like that, right?
0: And then he had a 20 mil potential for the next year, but right. that's obviously gone, right? Uh, I yeah. mean. And I think there was a clause in there that let them not have to pay him is guaranteed money, and obviously he's sure. mad about that. He went off and tweeted about it. and So Antonio, to top it off, then makes social media claims that he's done. He's if, if basically to the effect of, if owners can cut players without paying them and all this kind of stuff, like, I don't even want to do this anymore. And So the last kind of words we have are Antonio's just straight up gone. NFL altogether doesn't matter. But in theory, you're in a keeper league – you have Antonio Brown asking for a friend. Huh. Do you hold this guy, or do you just drop that, dude? Do you trade him? Man, I was you, about
1: to ask you, you Jordan, you, since, you, since, <laughs> since since Antonio Brown is literally just chilling on your bench now. Yeah. Um, I've made
0: some bad decisions this year. <laughs> I mean,
1: you could go – look, he's obviously a super rational guy, as as we can see from, from his uh, social media behavior. I mean, you laugh, but – he's a pretty irrational guy, right? Oh so, like, do you make the irrational decision to drop him? Like,
0: you know, uh, if, if it's a redraft league, obviously you cut this cat and you just move on. I, I don't see any way possible, even if he changes his mind and says, just kidding, I, I was just joking. Okay. I don't see any team that would sign him. And even if they do... The NFL allow him to play while this is going on Well I was like, could still throw him on the exempt list And he may not even play even if he's on a team
1: So I feel like you just answered your own question
0: Yeah, but for next year
1: What team? Is Antonio what, what Brown team?
0: If, if for any reason And I don't want justice not to happen Give me a team If for some reason this works out in a way In which he's allowed to play in the NFL next year I, I'd be hard pressed to not think That some team would offer Antonio Brown a contract Even if it was for Nichols on the dime
1: Give me a team a team that you actually The think, Miami Dolphins.
0: Oh what? Who clearly need help have tons <laughs> of picks that they could trade in next year's draft to go get a really strong receiver. They're probably going to draft to a in the in the NFL draft next year. I mean, if they're in theory tanking, which they're doing a great job of it if they're not trying to. I mean, there's gonna be desperate teams that regardless are gonna take a shot on them. I mean, Look at Kareem Hunt. He's suspended for eight games. The Chiefs cut him immediately. The Browns were like, no, 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 we'll take him. He's good. We like him. Like, there's going to be a team in the NFL, regardless of moral standpoints or anything. This is a business, and these there's still going to be teams that go after Antonio if he's available and cleared to play for some reason. But did, did that's anybody, where the tough part is to me. Like,
1: Did anybody go after Ray Rice?
0: I don't know. I, I doubt that. Um, now, granted, that was two know, different Was Ray allowed situations back? To play? was he able to get back on an NFL team I
1: thought he was I thought he after he served his like a one or two year suspension, suspension. Uh, I thought he was allowed question. to uh, to to resign and no one nobody wanted to
0: so just to bring it and, home. and also and also yeah
1: kareem hunt's uh is way different than Antonio this Ryan. is true um but anyway anyway to bring, to bring it, this back bring to, it to it back.
0: our league specifically I know for a fact if I were to drop Antonio Brown, there are people in our league with benches of players that are basically useless. There's probably there are a few teams in our league that have a player that they don't really care about and they would cut just to hold Antonio in case.
1: So, why do you move him to your IR slot?
0: He can't. He's, he's out. not. He's not able to be in the IR because I've... he's because he's. Free agent. Oh. You cannot put him in your IR spot. That is unfortunate. I already gotcha. looked into that. Gotcha. I do have I AJ Green sitting in my IR too. Mm. Lots of decisions were made this year. But yeah, so we've obviously, this may affect your league if you're listening, but obviously we have a keeper league, so we would have yep. the option to keep this guy over next year. I think he's said we're first round pick. Maybe it's not even worth that. So that's something we'd have to think about. But for the most part, the information we have kind of leans to the fact that kid is done in the NFL, which is sad for a number of reasons but more so just the human being himself yep dude needs some help he does clearly got some issues that he needs some high level help on and hopefully the man the person himself gets that we always would rather have that but right football or not melvin gordon this literally broke this news broke five ten minutes before we started recording the last update we have was that Melvin Gordon had planned on cutting his holdout early and coming back. But that was, like, potentially a week next week, the end of October. Those were the work, those were the time frames we had. Literally 10 minutes ago, we get sources say that Melvin's holdout is over. He is reporting to the team tomorrow. He won't play this week. Um, but he will be uh, ready and on the starting roster for the following week. So week four, you cannot start Melvin Gordon. But in theory, as long as he actually shows up tomorrow and this isn't mm. just, you know, BS, he's back, man. So we got a few things to talk about here. Wow. What, Well, I mean, my first thought, what does this look like for Austin Eckler? Because if you were trying to capitalize on the Eckler's been balling, I mean, he's literally the number two, number one running back on the year so far. Yeah, I think he's number one. I think he's number one. If you were trying to capitalize on it and trade him high when ever when Eckler's balling out, because most people know that Melvin was gonna have to come back for his own contract's sake, that's over. Yep. You cannot do that now. No, nope, the news is out there.
1: Now the news is out, you can't get what you so but what, what you want to do. I mean get Josh
0: for. Roden specifically is dealing with this exact situation. I guess here's my what what how does this affect Austin Eckler? Just period. I think we know that Justin, Justin Jack, no, Justin, Jackson, Justin Jackson, yeah. Jackson, is he's the three at this point. He's pretty much non-startable yep. in most leagues oh, yeah. unless it's super deep. Is Eckler also nothing? Like, does Gordon come back and take seventy-five, eighty percent of snaps, like he or um, uh, the carries and the, and the usage, like he used to do, like he would last year? Like Eckler was a kind of like a PPR. RB three every once in a while he had some good weeks last year, but you couldn't count on him. So what the heck does this do for Eckler?
1: I think uh, I think you're about to see the bane of existence for running backs in the NFL, and that's running back by committee. That's uh, that's what I that's what I honestly think it is. I think I think the first couple weeks, you know, because uh, Gordon hasn't played football in goodness, he hasn't played football in several months, mm-hmm. so he's you know probably still in good shape but you know according to his instagram feed he but is... he's probably not <laughs> in football shape you yeah, know I, would, I mean which i
0: would have to agree
1: which which elliot had to build back up yeah. and gordon's been gone longer than elliot has so um i think i think you can keep eckler around for the first couple weeks i think you're still going to see that large volume that maybe that first game that he's back cuz they're not going to just give him 20, uh, 20 carries that first game. I feel like possibly like a 50-50 um, kind of split going but on But then I, I, I fully expect, because you can't just cast Eckler to the bench. You've been so productive. He's yeah. been he's been so productive, and he's just a different change of pace kind of back. Well, it,
0: it, just straight up numbers. You cannot fight numbers, and Eckler right. has been as efficient of a back as you can have in the NFL right now.
1: Yeah, so I, I say that Gordon and, and Eckler moving forward, you know, I think they're going to split carries 50, 50. Eckler is
0: still what RB two for the rest of the year.
1: Yep. Still I would startable. say, I would say Eckler. I would say, in my opinion, just based on how he's played, if he keeps playing like this with his limited touches, I think he's a high-end RB two. And I think Gordon is potentially a mid-tier, maybe low-end RB two.
0: Yeah, I think he, Gordon will have once he gets most of the work back. Because I really, I feel like he will He'll have that potential would be a potential would be a one. But uh, I think he'll stay in the RB2 range. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, you wrote this sentence, and I'm just going to read it word for word. Please do. New life has been breathed mm. in the stale Carolina Panthers with yes. Kyle Allen as the starting quarterback. Woo! My goodness. I mean, I remember watching him play in college. He was a good QB. He was. He, I think Kyle ended up transferring. Why well, do I don't feel like he went to TCU. He was at A&M, and that all quarterback bout. He was great. I am so glad to finally get to see him play. You saw an offense that, hey, when you have a quarterback whose foot is not quote-unquote fine, um, you actually can throw the ball to your playmakers. You can get the DBs to back off and have McCaffrey have a little bit easier of a path to run. Good lord. This offense might actually be worth Picking up pieces too now.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, because, you know, every year, you know, it's it's really just Cam Newton.
0: All hell, Greg Olsen. He's back. He's back. <laughs> Tied in one. That's, I wrote that down. I wanted to ask you that. Like, is is Greg Olsen yes. a tight end yes. one now?
1: Yes. Man. I well, mean, because,
0: back from the injury. We already had questions. Well, because
1: and, it's the, it's like, it's a target share now, right? So right. Cam Newton was not the most accurate passer in, like, in the world. Right. Right. And they, um, uh, You know the offense just. uh, You said it. It looks stale. Mm -hmm. I mean, you said it, but I said it. You actually read it. There we go. (laughs) You read it. I said it. Uh, Because I mean, I I watched the Panthers all year last year, and I've watched them so far the first three games this year, and I'm telling you, the game that they played this past weekend was night and day difference than the than a game that I've seen from them between all all season last season and in the first few games.
0: Well, it was just it was frustrating to watch uh it was frustrating to watch and especially having started Cam in week 1 I got burned mm-hmm. by him. The the Panthers in the in the front office say like he's fine. He's not actually injured. Like he's just he's trying to get back to full health. He's having a little bit of a rough time, but whatever. And then they explicitly said there's nothing wrong with his foot. What a big freaking bunch of liars. Because he actually has a very a very serious injury. Like, you know, it's not something that's going to take him out for the rest of the year, probably take him out for a couple weeks, but it's something that legitimately was wrong. And they were just like, no, no, you're fine. I'm like, as a coaching staff, do you not want to protect, like, your first-round pick from however long ago and just baby him a little bit? Sorry, Cam, you're not ready yet, dude. Like, I don't don't know what it was, but clearly you got a weapon in Kyle Allen that I don't think they're going to be mad about using for the next couple of weeks.
1: What's going to be interesting is – Let's say let's say Kyle Allen plays two more games, right? Yep. So now they're now they're three and two, yep. Right? Kyle Allen's three and zero. Mm-hmm. Cam's zero and two. Who the heck do you start?
0: I mean, I think allegiance they're going to go back to Cam, but mm. I would hope they would. I mean, let's talk about the other guy who's in this exact situation, basically, Daniel Jones. You've got a situation where the new hotness comes mm. in. I mean, I understand that they didn't draft, you know, Kyle Allen this past year. Whatever. I, I get that they're different. But you have kind of a similar play where you've got the guy that you've had allegiance to for a while. Yep. That you you wanted to be your guy. He's earned, he's earned the right to be your guy. And new hotness is in town, though. And new hotness looks kind of good, though. Like, so...
1: Can I just say a stat real quick that I, that I saw that involves Daniel Jones and Eli Manning?
0: I want to hear all,
1: all, right. the, all the stats. So when the Giants were trailing by 18 or more points.
0: Which seems like it would be often. It, you're right. You're right, especially
1: <laughs> over the entire career of Eli Manning, all right? Right. What, would, what do you think Eli Manning's record was?
0: When they're trailing by 18 a- 18,
1: a- 18 or more points.
0: I mean, not good 0 oh and 44 0 oh and 44 Oh my word 0 <laughs> oh and 44
1: Guess what Daniel Jones's record is when they're when they're trailing by 18 or more points I'm going to go with
0: 1 and 0 You're right <laughs> 1 and 0 There we go Like
1: I saw that stat
0: Yeah cuz you're not wrong they I, came out pretty flat it that's wasn't unreal. just bombing everything and Duke had a great comeback Um Yeah and I, I think I think I had I think I had seen it somewhere, but pretty much like Daniel Jones, obviously, most of I wanna say it was over fifty percent of his passes went to Evan Ingram and yep. Sterling Shepherd. Yep. Like those were his boys. Oh yeah. Um I would have been interested to see what that looked like had Saquon been in the whole game. Um but, you know, we're gonna talk about what that looks like without it. Um is Wayne Gallman the guy? They're looking at signing practice, you know, squad guys. I don't know who to be confident in the backfield. I personally personally picked up Wayne Gallman off the waiver wires just in case. Because, I mean, let's just go ahead and break it down. Saquon Barkley out potential four to eight weeks with a high ankle sprain. Yep. Um, I mean, it it didn't look terrible in the game, but apparently it was a lot worse than I thought. Um, So that's my question. Who are you confident in? Like, do do you trust Gallman? He had some opportunity last year that he looked pretty decent when he was the guy. But I'm glad you picked up Gallman, uh,
1: you know, because it just goes to show that you you just want to fill your bench with terrible players. Stop, so stop hurting um, my feelings. Uh, so <laughs> that should tell you exactly my confidence in in Gallman, sure. especially with Daniel Jones being being the guy. Like Daniel Jones had a rushing touchdown this past weekend. He had passing touchdowns this past I think weekend. He had two, didn't oh, he? did he have two? I think
0: he two. Daniel Jones was a, was a beast this weekend. Two
1: rushing touchdowns. Yeah, so like he can get it done both through the air and on the ground. So I just think, I just think going to come in. I, I, I think Gallman, I mean, at best is a is a flex play.
0: I, I I think you're right. I think it becomes, if anything, it's a committee. You've got Elijah Penny. Is the other back back there? Didn't
1: they get Benny they, Cunningham? I
0: think they were looking, they were practicing some of these cats. I'm not sure if yeah. they actually <laughs> signed one of them. I thought they looked at uh, uh, the guy that was on the Lions last year. Oh man, uh, a little spark plug running back. Golly, spark what was that cat's name? Mm-hmm. Um, I, he had a few actually fantasy relevant weeks last year. But that point in case is that I don't know how confident you're going to be in Coleman. But for a kid who's 0 and 3 and could potentially have. A workhorse back sure, sure for eight weeks why not try it you sure know, Who I mean dropping untalented swine to the depth to the to the waiver wire for someone who could be something I'm not upset about um, we talked about a little bit more but Cam Newton um, it's it's his technical term is a Liz Frank injury which is a kind of a middle of the foot sprain um, can be serious um, as long as it's treated well, uh, mm. everything I've read is they don't expect him to be out very long. Maybe you're looking at like two weeks, two three. It shouldn't be a very long time. But I think yeah, you can be totally confident in Kyle Allen. I think he's, uh, I think he's stream worthy. If you're if you're in a pinch and he's got an okay matchup, I think you totally. could probably stream Kyle Allen. Depending on how, you know how deep your league is. Uh, ours is not super deep so there's not a lot of need for any of us to stream someone like that. But if you're, you know, if you're looking and you have kind of some garbage on the waiver wire, like let's, would you want to play Case Keenum or Kyle Allen?
1: Oof! Oh, Kyle Allen. You want to play Jameis Winston or just, Kyle Allen? But it's it's a, it's a tough matchup this week uh, for Carolina. Uh, they're going to be at Houston, so that's going to be. I,
0: we'll get to see a good bit of who he is this week. It's going to be a tough matchup. So. Hopefully he throws a Greg Olson 84 times. <laughs> Greg Olson's <laughs> back. I can't believe it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the only other like notable news, uh, or injury rather, is uh, Deshaun ja- Desha- Jackson. Mm. He became British over there. That's the weekend. a good accent. Deshaun Jackson is uh, out for tomorrow's game. What is it, Eagles and uh, Redskins? Uh, uh, who's playing tomorrow? Eagles, Redskins, I think. Um, he is out for tomorrow night's game. He will not be playing. I know we were kind of wondering if he would make it back, but they declared today that he would not be playing tomorrow. Um, Hoping to see him back. He had an amazing week one. Like, he was all over the place. He was Wentz's best friend. Eagles at Green Bay. At Green Bay, excuse me. Ooh, that's a rough defense to play. That is a rough defense. I love it. I saw a picture on the internet that made me me almost tear up. It was uh, the Ninja Turtles. And it oh. was like baby Shredder. Oh, yeah. or, or like no, it was old Shredder. Regular. Baby. No, not Shredder.
1: Oh my oh, gosh. That's, <laughs> the... That, that's the enemy. <laughs> that, that's the that's the evil villain. Oh my gosh.
0: That, that would be <laughs> That would that would have to be uh that would have to be what's his face? Turtles. Shredder the NFL um the NFL Shredder would have to be um <laughs> what's his freaking name? the, the... Who's the freaking commissioner? How can I not think of this name all of a sudden? Oh my gosh. Um, we're trying to think of Splinter is what I was Splinter. saying. Splinter. Trying to think of trying to think of Splinter. Uh Shredder would have to be Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell. Thank you. Um, I was like I was thinking <laughs> of that name too. <laughs> no, I'm oh, telling God. you right now. I was you, thinking of Adam Silver. That's, you know, that's the NBA. Jeez. You you know all the facts and stats in the world, but then you put a mic in front of your face and you're like, Wait, who's the quarterback for the Packers? Is that Eric? Game, Brett game, Favre, Is Brett it? Favre, I Is he think still so here. Uh, with his jeans, I think no? he still plays, but he has to wear Wranglers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw a picture and it made me sad. It was normal age Splinter and Baby Turtles, mm. and it was like Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay defense. And then it was a second picture of like old Turtles and like super old Splinter, and it was like Green Bay defense and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And I'm like. This guy's been in the league for seven hundred years now, and I didn't realize how long Aaron Rodgers has been in the NFL. And
1: he finally has a defense that will
0: support him. Oh man, it's and what then a, what a great day to be alive! I know,
1: but but <laughs> of course, speaking as a Vikings fan, which I'm oh, a Vikings fan, no, uh, no, no, no. Um, I actually hate it that Green Bay actually has a complete team and doesn't <laughs> have, just have the Aaron Rodgers. Well, we'll see. The Their Liverpool offense show, hasn't so. been
0: something special, like but it hasn't needed to be. Yeah, I guess that's so. A good I mean, thing. I don't.
1: Know. I mean, that's my take. Again, as a Vikings Ooh. fan who hates the Packers, so so
0: let's let's move on real quick. I um, actually want to touch on something before we get to this next segment. We do water bets in this league. Mm. Uh, we've Splish explained it before, but essentially, you make bets with your friends all the time. We have a, an app we use, literally called the Wheel of Water, in which if you lose an app, which, by the way, we need to pay off our, our, our water bets from the yes. draft. Yes, Jordan. Uh, I have two that are coming. But basically, it lets you throw water on your friends in, uh, in demeaning and fun ways. So, we have... I mean, I'll let you take this one because you've been making water bets left and right. But is this a new water bet that you're proposing? This or has someone new... accepted this one? No, no, no one has accepted this one. Interesting.
1: Um, so. I'm going to need a chip. I'm a, uh, I'm a betting man, Jordan. I'm a betting man. I'm I've a risk taker. All right? I've seen it. So, this new water bet which by the way Josh Roden I think took my last water bet the, uh, about about uh, no about Kyler uh, I'm Kirk? sorry about Christian Kirk being a higher rate uh higher scoring water receiver than Larry Fitzgerald. I think
0: it's working out about so the far. End of the year.
1: So, but my new water bet is Kyler Murray winning rookie of the year this year.
0: That's a very specific claim.
1: Whew. See, I keep getting more specific but like I'm all in on the Cardinals. All in Hundred percent.
0: So, you heard it here first. If anybody wants to take this water bet, you definitely need to talk to David. I don't know about this one because here's who, here's who I'm actually thinking might win this award if they if they keep winning, and that's Daniel Jones. No way. I don't. I understand he hasn't started, but I mean. Look, Kyler Murray hasn't looked spectacular the first three games. He's been he's been good. No, um, he's 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 fine. He's fine. I think he's going to get his own. But I think the problem with with Kyler is that you have new head coach and Kyler all at the same time, and there's just kinks they're working out and they're trying to get it going. And I mean, Cliff Kingsbury says he has to look at the film every single post game interview. He doesn't know anything about why his team didn't perform. I need to look at the film. Um, <laughs> you need to go watch those and watch, look at his sound bites. It's like every single answer, like, hey, why didn't this route work? And I just think I need to look at the film.
1: Um, is, it, is it is it any better than uh, Ed Or, or <laughs> Ed, Ed ad bits? Good old LSU, man. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I think Daniel has a legit opportunity to win Take this. It. Take it, Jordan. Take it. Take it now three I mean dude I have I have way better odds of winning this than you do so
1: so so take it
0: live I'll take the water bet yes okay I'll take it I'll take it anybody else wants to get in on this you're more than welcome to oh that way the more people that get on the water bet the more people that get to throw water on you so if we get like (laughs) seven people that take this and you lose (laughs) I'll take it that would be fantastic but yeah, so we do water bets. I highly encourage you guys to start do, making water bets. It's disappointing if you haven't, but they're hilarious. We need to record them and put them online.
1: Mm.
0: But let's move on. Every time we have a guest host on this show, it is my goal to have them bring their own little flair, their own segment, their own little idea, whatever it might be, to the show. So I talked to you last night, David Van Zandt, Mr. Vanny Boy. Mm. And you came up with this idea. So I'm just going to let you run with it. Tell us a little bit about you had one job.
1: You had one job. That's right. That that is that is my segment because I have been I have been in this case, you know, playing 8 years. I've had so many players on my team that they were my last player to play and they just for lack of a better for, for for lack of a better words I'll I'll use your uh phrase Jordan they crapped the bed
0: they crapped
1: on the field that's right so um this week I have three players that you had one job you literally had one <laughs> job to do right as professional football players right right so my first one is going to be Calvin Ridley Calvin Aww. Ridley you had you had one job being on, being so on good the this thousands. year
0: and then last week happened he averages
1: Eight targets a game, and last week he Which had is pretty
0: spectacular.
1: A single target. Now I understand. One. I understand that's on Matt Ryan throwing him the ball, but that's all Which about. To be
0: fair, he hasn't looked the greatest this year. He either. hasn't looked the greatest, but I mean, he, he sure he, he's old. still
1: feeding Julio though. I mean, but like if you're averaging eight targets a game and then you come in and you do one target, like I really don't think that that's Matt Ryan. I think that's more on the wide receiver. Um, not looking very crisp on his on his routes, not not making not making himself uh, an available playmaker on yeah. the field. Yeah, um, I, I would mail, agree, honestly. Um, so, Calvin Ridley, you had one job, man. You had less than two points this week.
0: Oh goodness gracious, um, that's disappointing. Next,
1: Chris Carson, you had one job, and that's to hold on to the dang ball. <laughs> you run.
0: He's had one job all year, and he's been bad at it.
1: Like in a. In a stat, you know,
0: in, in college,
1: I, um, I truly, um, I, I really don't think Chris Carson fumbled when he when he played in college. Um, yeah. Whenever in his time in the NFL, I think he in his couple seasons in the NFL, he has only had two or three fumbles. And then now this season, all of a sudden, he's been choking down butterfingers and has been, <laughs> you know, dropping the ball. He has three <laughs> fumbles in three games, Jordan. Not impressive. Not impressive. I mean uh but it was it was reassuring as a Chris Carson owner though, it was reassuring for Pete Carroll to come out and be like, you know, I'm gonna be here with him. Uh we like he is an important part of our team and I'm gonna help him get back on track. Like that that made me have a lot of respect for uh good old peach cobbler good old peach cobbler I've never heard that before in my life but <laughs> you've never heard him called that before I will I will Take care of I will cobbler. go with peach cobbler all right um and man. then and then my last one yeah tell me um, about it this anyway. is all for you Perry. Yeah. this is all for you man so Sunday night mm. I'm sitting watching the game <laughs> nervous Nelly over here because I'm like uh. Perry's 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 gonna win. He has his Cleveland's kicker. I mean, Nick Chubb, and he has. Ton.
0: Yeah, of course. He's, he's already has, got that many points right. on the board.
1: Any, and now he has Todd. He has Todd Gurley left, along with Nick Chubb and the Browns kicker,
0: Mr. Gurley himself.
1: Chubb, Chubb, Chubb has a great game. Chubb has a fantastic game. Cleveland's kicker. I mean, he kicks. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean, I mean, I, like, I mean, I don't know. was I mean, uh I mean, he he does what a kicker does and scores, um, yeah, a ridiculous low amount of points. Who is? I don't want to get started on know, kickers I because I want to. You them have out of the league. Opinion.
0: I hate them, so um, I can't but stand
1: them. But then you come to Todd Gurley,
0: Mister Girls,
1: who gets who gets his carries in the game. He he gets 14 carries for for a whopping 43 yards. That's it. That's oh. all he does the entire game. Wasn't he the number one running back last year? Yes, he was. So, Todd Gurley, you had one job, and that was to get more than just 43 yards in an entire game with 14 carries, man.
0: Oh, yeah. Gurley, like, Gurley has looked rough all year long. I mean, I know we had the off-season talks of, like, is, is he back? He's dealing with his injury. Like, are we confident in Todd Gurley? I know Micah, I've seen several times, just saying like, I, you know, Micah kept him, right? Mm-hmm. He, he was very confident in him. But, uh, I think we've just seen, he's, he's not the three down stalwart, bat- he's not the guy we thought he was going to be. Um, nope. And he's had something like, Oh look at this like his receiving yards like he's had Oh yeah. <laughs> atrocious. He's he's looked gross. He's not you can't I don't feel like you can rely on Todd Gurley to be a number one guy anymore. Like he's just he's just not there. So
1: and uh, it also made me sort of happy that Perry had just traded for him uh from Micah and then that was his first week <laughs> with his shiny new toy. Um, he crapped the bed, and, Another reason um, he's at the beach. He, and he failed to do the one job that he had to do. So, Tuggerly, there is my
0: segment. Gurley on the year, four receptions Oof. for eight yards. Oof. Zero Oof. touchdowns. Gurley's just looked rough, man. I don't know what to say oh, about that. man. All right. Yeah, thank you, David. What a great segment. You had one job, and you just failed miserably. <clears throat> like Perry's team going 143 points all the way to a loss. Oh, how that's does frustrating. Feel? I that's feel like I can say crap like that A because he's not here and he can't stop us, <laughs> but B because I'm Owen and 3 and uh, you know, I feel like I'm very relatable to the University of Tennessee's football team at the moment. Oh. Like I've got the heart. Oh. It's just the performance isn't there. You, you get the five-star <laughs> heart. I'm glad. I'm glad. We are five-star heart. Uh, let us move on to one of my favorite topics we have. we discussed, champs and jumps. We're looking at people who have outperformed what they should have or maybe they underperformed um, what they should have. So we do this every week. But we talked about some of these gats already, but for quarterbacks, I'll hit them real quick here because there were some real big ones. Uh, Russell Wilson. Oh, my Mm. goodness. Russell freaking Wilson. Russell Wilson put up – oh, let me – I'm sorry. I, I literally organized my points upside down, so that's not helpful. Uh, Russell Wilson scores 53 points. Are you kidding me? Mm. The dude threw for 406 yards, two touchdowns. He ran 51 yards for two touchdowns. What more could you freaking ask for? One of the few people to outscore Patrick Mahomes ever, I feel like. Russell Wilson freaking balled out. Not to mention, they absolutely lost the game. There was zero minutes left on the clock. It was. It was over. The game was over. They were down by like twelve. There was no way they could possibly win. But there was a penalty. Yep. So they had a one snap with zero seconds on the clock, and he throws a touchdown, he throws a touchdown to Will Disley. <laughs> to Disley. Gah. They were just like, you know what? Go ahead. I mean, we're gonna lose, but try. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson balls out. Um, I don't really think you can put Patrick Mahomes in this list. He's always an amazing quarterback it's really not that impressive anymore whatever he scores 39 fantasy points 374 yards and three touchdowns come on grow up Patrick give us something to talk about um Deshaun Watson Watson had a pretty great game um had 37 fantasy points he threw three touchdowns 351 yards bro balled out for Mm -hmm. real um I hate to say this Jameis Winston was was good. Ugh, it's disgusting. He, <laughs> you know, he exceeded expectations you know. pretty well. He threw 380 yards, three touchdowns. He did throw an interception. But that's pretty much par for the course with, with Winston. That's what you're going to get. He's not an amazing quarterback, but he's got a good long ball. Made a couple good connections. And um, he has a good Evans. head
1: coach, a good throw first head coach.
0: He has a quarterback whisperer as a head coach for sure um And yeah, and I threw him on this list too, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones went out there and balled out. Um, that, that obviously we were expecting an okay performance, but Daniel Jones goes out, throws three hundred thirty-six yards, two touchdowns in the air. Then he ran for twenty-eight yards and two touchdowns on the ground. So pretty impressive feat. The problem, I think, people are going to fault him for is he had two fumbles. Like we need or. Yeah, two fumbles. We're gonna need some ball security from Daniel Jones. But hey, it's his first official NFL start. Yeah, I mean, I feel anyways, like we can give the kid a break. It was also against Tampa Bay. Like it was against the Bucks. So, so do we believe Daniel Jones is any good? Or we no, like- no, no. I'm I'm
1: just saying. I can't wait to see. Um, their next matchup, which I uh, believe their next matchup is the Redskins, which is still like, not another great matchup. Yeah, so I like think, yeah. I don't think we get to see the true Daniel Jones yeah. until week five, and that's when they play my boys, Minnesota. So.
0: I'm going to read off some of these running back performers, let you kind of yell about anyone that looks special for you. Alvin Kamara, I think that was nice to see. Oh yeah? A little worried about what the quarterback situation would look like because when Breeze went out last week – it was one of Kamara's worst NFL performances, one of his worst fantasy performances, but a whole game where they've got to game plan and everything for it, you saw Kamara have a pretty great game actually. Um, so, yeah, and, and that that was good to see, but it was more so the receptions, and I know that Kamara usually puts up good receiving yards, but 99 for 92 in a yeah, touchdown pretty, is pretty freaking yeah, impressive. 10 targets, which is what you like to see, you know that, you kind of get that little assurance that he's he is a part of the game plan. Um, probably more of like a, a check down. I'm a little nervous, but I think that's you can have some confidence in him going forward. Um, good old Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram's kind of balled out this year, man. He's, he's outperformed, I think, what a lot of people thought he would do. Um, but Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson just seem to be clicking with each other, man.
1: Mm-hmm. He had a great game. Great game
0: you know, um mark ingram 16 for 103 and three touchdowns three it helps when you touchdowns. can throw three touchdowns on the board um and then four for 32 not a ton through the air but four man, but targets and he caught them all that's man. not really you know can't complain about someone who's going to catch all those balls wide receiver we talked about his quarterback um mike evans had a great game um I think what Jameis can finally get his life together and, and throw the long ball, to his credit, I think one of the things Jameis is good at is the long ball. Yep. So when you've got a gigantic monster as a receiver, just put it in the air, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did at Texas A&M. That's right. Manzel was so great. Just put it in the air. And Let him go get it. Evans go get it. Yep. Yeah. Some other performers here, Keenan Allen, Tyler Lockett. You can – did you play Lockett this week? Oh, did I you did. Start him? <laughs> oh, I did. And Perry,
1: Perry, Perry now knows that too. So, Woo. breakout game for Lockett it was nice to see. Uh, you know, it was nice to see a lot of targets, a lot of yards, a score. You know, so yes, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was good to see.
0: Yeah, I think a surprising one on the list here, and I'll just throw him out here is Taylor Gabriel, Chicago. I say Chicago because a lot of people are like, "Wait, who?" Taylor Gabriel. <laughs> Taylor Gabriel had six receptions for 75 yards. Okay, that's a good fantasy day. He had three touchdowns. I'm sorry, I threw my keyboard. I, threw, I was excited. The nachos got everywhere. Um, he had three touchdowns. That's going to help. No no, no nachos got anywhere, Matt. You're okay. Uh, Matt's immediately, his reaction was like, is it on the, did it get on the, okay. I didn't break anything. But, yeah, Taylor Gabriel had a great week. Let me say this. It's not going to continue. Do not go chasing Waterfalls. <laughs> Do not go chasing Taylor Gabriel's points. I mean, you take eighteen points off of there, um, and he has a ten-point game, an eight-nine-point game. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't. That's not something you can sustain. Uh, or sustain.
1: No, and that and that Chicago offense has just been up and down so far at the beginning of the season. Like, it just hasn't looked like it was like it did last year. It just um, you know, it just hasn't been as explosive. And maybe I'm wrong, but i i agree with you i don't buy yeah yeah
0: uh, i don't I don't think it stays uh tight end performances you know not too many crazy ones some outliers i think jordan jordan akins for houston that's not going to stay same kind of deal bro caught two touchdowns three for 73 he only had three catches like i wouldn't go chasing jordan akins um greg olson hey yo I, I don't know what to say about that. He, was, he came on strong last week, and he had a great week this week. Like, I think he might be back completely, I think, with Kyle Allen. Seven targets, six six for 75, and two touchdowns. But if you take, you know, if you take touchdowns away, six for 75, you can't really be mad about that performance. That's a pretty great day for your tight end. Good around 10-ish points.
1: Yeah, in the, so uh question for you. So I see uh, – Bring it. Good old Will Disley down here. Well, now, yeah, take away, asleep. take away his touchdown that he scored at zero, <laughs> zero, <laughs> minutes, zero, zero seconds. seconds. Um, take away his touchdown. He still
0: has yeah twelve points. Yeah,
1: eleven and a half. Yeah, because he had eighteen point two.
0: I see 15.2. Um, fifteen point two.
1: That's also because I can't read. <laughs> no,
0: no, no, no. He has
1: what? He has
0: eighteen point two. Who are you looking at? Oh, I'm I'm
1: sorry. No, you're right. I literally cannot read. (laughs) All right. I
0: I don't want you to feel bad. I just wanted to. Andrew thought it was the Jacksonville Titans last week. So I don't know if you heard that bit, but he couldn't remember. You're right, because both of the teams are so boring to watch,
1: you forget who they are.
0: (laughs) What a good game, though.
1: Oh, gosh. Anyway, Um, so you get almost 10 points. I'm yeah. sorry cuz now that You're I fine. now that I can see now the right that you number. Can of math, points, you now that are, I now that, that I can read at a school for advanced children. Whoops. Uh, so like uh so yeah, I mean you have almost 10 points. Do you think Will Disley continues his his right now his Titan 1 campaign? Like I'm not going to call him a Titan 1, but he's putting up Titan 1 numbers.
0: I think uh,
1: three it, touchdowns it, and three It's beads. hard
0: to feel confident in a game where Russell Wilson threw like 50 passes. Like yes, Wilson balled out. His stats looked great. That's obviously reflected in Disley's numbers, but he's still got seven targets, six catches. I mean, he's the guy. I just don't know. I don't know that I would feel comfortable relying on Disley. Um, if you had other options, I would. I uh, I I'd, I'd feel more confident starting Will Disley or Greg Olson i going Greg I'm no, probably going Greg I don't feel like that's a good one there Will Disley or Austin Hooper? Hooper Yeah?
1: Hooper has I think Hooper has a larger Target share In that offense That's
0: fair I think that's fair
1: Disley does Because Disley is actually A, a block first tight end Like that's that's sure. his thing like that's what he was in college he was a block first tight end so now in the pros like he's a block first tight end but the Seahawks are just having to throw the ball a little bit more and he's still picking up a healthy uh healthy um target share yeah so
0: I think you're right um other tight ends having a great performance obviously I mean Evan Ingram went out there and had a day uh six for 113 and a touchdown Darren Waller Man, that I would have loved to have hit on that guy. No one picked. No one. That dude went undrafted. Nobody, nobody drafted this cat. Nobody drafted him. Um, for uh, excuse me. Let's talk about this. Fourteen targets. Yeah. <laughs> Thirteen for one thirty-four. Didn't catch a touchdown. Didn't need to. Still put up twenty points. I mean, ah, the luck to have jumped on that, and. Uh, as much as I hate talking about it, Perry's the one who has him. Well, that's because uh, I traded traded for him. I traded him away Why for Devin Singletary because I have George Kittle and now I have Will Disley. Why did you go for Devin Singletary? Let me sneak into my mind real quick because the only rational thing we talked about this when the trade happened on yeah, the yeah, show, yeah. yeah, yeah, was that maybe you're thinking about potentially having a guy next year in the 16th round, which is not a bad thing,
1: right? So, so first of but all, do you
0: see something I don't see? Because I just don't. Singletary is not getting enough work for me to feel confident in him.
1: He will. Like I mean, I, I don't think, think so. I don't think he comes think back. He's the future? So so right now he, um, right now he is out um, or he's questionable technically with a hamstring. But I think he's. I think he's going to be out until after their week six bye. So I don't think he plays again until week seven against Miami. Right now, it's the Frank Gore show. Frank Gore is thirty six years old. He is, and this offense has looked a lot better than everyone thought.
0: The defenses look great.
1: Yeah, and then, and then I'm taking a new strategy this year. I've been playing eight years, so every every year I always make a trade for the now. And so Singletary is a trade for maybe next season but later on this season cuz i think later on midway week week 9 through week 12 i think that's when singletary takes over the job from frank gore cuz his 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 yards per carry is just unreal and uh once he takes sure. over from frank gore i think he's an rb1 i think he's a top 5 running back and i think he's going to help me push my team across across the finish line for my you know for maybe getting into the finals,
0: I can get on board with that. When I when we first saw, saw the trade, that's kind of where my brain was at. And, and plus, like Darren Waller,
1: I would never start Darren Waller over George Kittle, only because Woo. only because George Kittle to me is is a is a more is a more proven See, commodity than Darren Waller.
0: At, yeah, at, yeah, I think Darren Waller was the new hotness. I think I would. I would, If I'm in your shoes, it's not like you did anything wrong. I think I go the opposite way. I go trade Kittle because everyone's like, oh, he had a bad week, but dude, we know who Kittle is. Darren Waller's this new guy who is probably not going to stay. And I'd maybe try to get like a haul for Kittle for someone like me who had a bad tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm in a good place now, but... I think either way, it was a pretty decent trade to kind of look into your future and potentially now uh, yeah. towards well, I mean, the end of the season.
1: I also like Kittle because Kittle uh, they oh, have a bye Kittle's, week. They yeah. have a bye week this week. He still he still has a super healthy target share. Um issues he's just gotten unlucky with holding penalties no any time that no he's caught. You know, so
0: uh, I'm going to run through these real quick for just quarterback. We'll call them poopers. They did not perform very well. But what I, I just tell me if you think any of these guys are just outliers and they should start performing. Like, well, Obviously, Taysom Hill never got on the field. Ryan Fitzpatrick played like one down. Luke Falk. Well, yes, I understand he is the third stringer. He's the guy in New York until Darnold's back, which could possibly be week five. That's possibly. what they're hoping. Yeah. So I'm kind of hoping that that is the case too because I need Lev Bell to perform a little bit better. Uh, Luke Falk went out there and just they, he was awful. Awful, ninety-eight yards and an interception. No, not much to say about that. Joe Flacco, this was a frustrating one. You've got Emmanuel Sanders, who's number four or five receiver on the year. He looks great. Flacco goes out there and just kind of has a mediocre game. Sanders looked bad this week. Does Flacco come back, or are we starting to get closer to what Flacco is? I think you. St- I think you're getting closer to what a Flacco is. Plus, he's playing for the Broncos,
1: which are the quarterback killers. So. You know, um,
0: <laughs> this is true. Uh,
1: so yeah, good luck with uh, with Flacco the rest of the season. If I were Emmanuel Sanders' owner, I probably I try to trade him.
0: Baker Mayfield, he goes out, throws 195 yards, throws an interception, didn't Don't. didn't make any runs, one touchdown. Are are we done with Baker? Like he was he was drafted as the second or third quarterback off the board in, in our league, but high in most leagues or. Are we dropping Baker? Is it over? I don't scout? think you
1: drop, but I I sure hope whoever has Baker has a backup quarterback, and I think it's time to start putting Baker on the bench until they figure out how to use all those weapons. Because right now they're not using their weapons very efficiently,
0: Yeah,
1: I don't think. And so I don't think you drop them just yet. I think you hold on to him, but you're definitely starting someone else.
0: Talked about it a little bit earlier, but Todd Gurley, 14 for 43 yards, no receptions. Are we – are you panicking on on Gurley? He got one target, forty three yards, no touchdowns.
1: I don't know if I'm panicking on Gurley because he's still like he's he's still going to get fifteen twenty carries a game, uh, but man his his He's yards, not getting the goal line he's, opportunity. He's not getting the goal line. He I'm uh,
0: full on panicking on and Gurley. he's
1: and he's not getting he and he's not getting the passes either. So uh, if I were a if I were a person who just traded for Gurley, uh,
0: I would definitely be panicking right now. <laughs> Um, Let me get your thoughts on James Connor, thirteen for forty three. I mean, he's got Rudolph out there now. Ben's gone. Is Connor hasn't performed well all year? Are we are we starting to panic on Connor, or are we confident he may come back to the the uh, mean there? I
1: don't know. I still I still think you're panicking on uh, on James Connor. Uh, I think uh, you know i I think the offense is going to get better. But I don't think it's going to get extremely better. Um, and yeah. uh, but right now James Connor's so low that you can't really trade him and get what you really what you need, what you need, uh, what you need to get. Yeah, from I don't think the else, value so. is there if you try to take him now. Yeah. I
0: think if you're thinking about trading Connor, you potentially wait for a couple of good weeks to see if someone will buy a little bit higher on yep. what he is, or hey, maybe he's coming back. But I have. Doubts about James Conner. I, yep. I wasn't super confident at the beginning of the year, but
1: I mean, it's why I traded Joe Mixon. <laughs> like I wasn't. I'm not, yeah. I'm not. I'm not super confident with that whole offense. Like yeah. I have Juju, but I'm still not super confident in the whole Steelers offense going forward.
0: And we're gonna go a little bit long on the show here, but I, I still want to get to a few more players because I want your opinion on here. I mean, uh, receivers. Are you? What are we thoughts on Odell Beckham Jr.? I mean. He gets out of New York, which seemingly makes him happy. He goes to a place with an up-and-coming Baker Mayfield. He should, those two should have a connection. He's back with his boy Jarvis Landry. And aside from a gigantic, uh, gigantic touchdown uh, catch last week, OBJs just looked flat. Yep. And I I don't know if I'm super confident in OBJ or not. Like because not because of OBJ, because of Baker. Baker's yep. the one who makes me worried about yep. about Beckham this year.
1: But it but it's just a whole offense. I, I just uh I really think the Browns are going to get it figured out. Like I, I really think this is early in the season. They have a lot of weapons. Uh like they have too many weapons to not be good. Yeah. Right. I mean, Jarvis, OBJ, uh, David Njoku, Nick Chubb, Baker. like You have too many weapons to not be good. So I really think they're going to figure it out. I, I really think you just got to sit and wait with OBJ.
0: Sammy Watkins completely murdered every human being on earth in week one. And then the last two weeks, he's 6 for 49, no touchdown, 5 for 64, no touchdown. Hasn't broken 10 points in the last two weeks. What is Sammy Watkins going forward? Because... Obviously KC has a ridiculous offense. That's not the question. Yeah. But Patrick Mahomes has a new favorite receiver every single week. Yep. I mean Mikole takes two two huge targets to the house this past week. I think if you're playing Watkins, you're getting boom or bust. You are. And boom is a really good week to have him. But I think you gotta be careful about your roster and playing him, if unless you're just in a situation where you're like, I'm going up against someone who could probably put up 120 30 points. I need the boom, and you just try it. But I, I'm not confident just throwing him in my lineup every week. I don't oh, think he's just like a yeah, start him. Like I don't, I don't feel that way about Watkins.
1: No, because Mahomes is going to have a new flavor of the week every week. Yeah, um, and especially when you when you introduce uh, Tyreek Hill
0: back into the mix. Um,
1: yeah, you know who 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 knows.
0: I'm, I'm going to throw this out there, not just because I'm the Tyler Boyd owner. Tyler Boyd didn't have a great game. He still got eleven targets, six for sixty-seven, no touchdown. But for almost three whole quarters, the Bengals looked like garbage, and Buffalo <laughs> had him shut down. It was this last quarter stitch effort from Andy Dalton, where it's just like, oh, they have the ability to score, cool. Like they came out of nowhere. I think Tyler Boyd is fine. Uh, I'm I'm not panicking him. He's just a good, solid high receiver, wide receiver two, like or mid-range wide receiver two. He's gonna get you pretty consistently 10 to 12 points every week, so sure. if you want a consistent guy, yep, I'm not too worried about, about no. Tyler Boyd. Um, let's look at some tight ends. I just want to see, get your opinion on some of the ones that didn't perform. Um, this one's my favorite because I went and traded for him and made a huge mistake, <laughs> apparently. Um, oh, and he's not even on the first page because he didn't score enough points, but TJ Hawkinson is who I'm trying to get to here. <laughs> how do we feel about tj hawkinson who went out and caught one pass for one yard <laughs> i don't trust that man you you have you have one good week right
1: four one, targets one good week
0: four targets
1: ah, that's 25% catch rate
0: i give i give hawkinson just the tiniest bit of of buys here because he did have a touchdown catch that got basically like overruled or whatever. I, I believe he got overturned, foot on the line, something like that. So he was it was there. He was looked to in the end zone. I don't think he's a Titan that you just trash and move on from, but he exploded in week one to the point where I picked him up to try to see what he would be. Week two he burned you. Week three he burned you. I think he's and a
1: boomer bust. I mean, s- I think he's a player who has a here. super, super low floor <laughs> and, uh, and a pretty high ceiling. Uh, it's just – like you said, it's just one of those weeks that if you're like, man, I know this person I'm playing scores a ridiculous amount of points. Yeah. So try. In, in order to even have a chance, I need to take a chance on playing yeah. TJ.
0: Um, I think someone we talk about because he finished so high last year is Jared Cook. Jared Cook is not in the game plan for New Orleans. Nope. He wasn't in the game plan with, with Drew Brees. He's not in the game plan. Now he got two targets, one catch for seven yards. I'd I, I move on from Cook. I, I, I don't think I don't think he's a boom bust anything. I think no, he's just I, done. I, yeah. I, I, he's not enough in that game plan. I think there
1: are a lot of better options that at least have a little higher of a yeah. floor because his floor is pretty much um, it's not
0: there. Vance McDonald also looked gross, but he you know has his injury. They're not even sure that he'll play this week. Uh, tight end landscape is just not the greatest in the world. You got Mark Andrews go out there crap on the field. Someone who literally was the tight end one, or Waller might have been. He's might be the two. Uh, went out there and three for fifteen with no touchdown. Had seven targets in a game where Mark Ingram throws up three touchdowns. So it wasn't like points were scarce. It just was kind of a strange game for Mark Andrews. I don't expect that to stay. I expect him to come right back to where he was.
1: Sure, one hundred percent, one hundred percent.
0: I'll, uh, I'll Jason Witten. Broke his streak this week. He had a <laughs> touchdown in every single game, and I watched the Cowboys game. He had a he had a pass in the red zone and in, in the end zone or whatever. He he was targeted and he missed it. So they tried to get him that streak. It was really funny to watch. But yeah, uh, Micah, you go ahead and, and play uh, Jason Witten in your starting lineup, buddy.
1: Full page, two words. Good luck. <laughs>
0: that's not what I had in mind. We'll end on a positive note here, and that's. Andrew, your entire bench, bench slapped you, pretty much. Wow. What about... Oh. Just to the side to the face. (laughs) That'll do it for this week's episode. I know we went longer, but hey, that's what guest hosts are for, a little bit of extra time. As always, be an active member in your league, respond to trades, jump on waiver wires, have fun with it, be a good fantasy owner. And uh, thank you, David, for being on the show this this week. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. I appreciate it. We will see you all. Well, we won't see you. We'll be talking to you. You'll be just listening to us, but we'll catch you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody.